2: Hi, and welcome to another episode the Crime Podcast first Maddie, Matt along with,
0: and today we're will be, Todd Fox.
2: That's right, so before we break into this uh, episode, we want to let you guys know where you can find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, YouTube. just type in Brightening True Crime Podcast, and there you can follow our page, like our page, leave a comment on our page, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. If you want to continue to listen to us on your podcast stream, Just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. And for those listening outside of the U.S., continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. If you like what you hear and you would like to support what we do and leave a donation, you can leave it on Cash App. Just download the app and type in dollar sign, grinding true crimes, or you can leave it on PayPal at grinding True grinding crunks Listener's discretion is advised. We do get into details that can be graphic and unsuitable for certain audience, so listener's discretion is advised. And a quick reminder, not this weekend, but the following weekend, we will be going live. Uh, we will be doing two lives for this month.
1: It is this weekend.
2: Is it this weekend? Yes. <laughs> oh, my apologies. It is this weekend. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all over. I forgot we're in April. This weekend, I'm so sorry. April 9th, Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific time, exclusively on Podbean. This is the first of two live shows we'll be doing. Uh the last one will be on the last Sunday of this month. I believe that's April
1: 25th. 23rd was it?
2: Last Sunday of the month. I, I ain't got my calendar with me. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what it is. Um and this is uh the first time we will be uh having uh audience calling in. So we will be, for the first time, talking to the audience. So we'll let you know how to reach us, and we will be taking calls. Yes, sir. I'm a little excited for that.
1: I am, too. I can't wait to hear everybody. (laughs) You know me and my UK obsession. I can't wait to talk to them.
2: She loves the UK, (laughs) and we got a lot of fans from the UK and all over. So uh, tune in, 9 a.m. Pacific time, exclusively and only on Podbean. Okay. Did I leave anything else out?
0: No, I think you got it all.
2: I think I got it all. I'm out of breath, too. (laughs) With all that being said, Todd Fox, you got your story for tonight. Break it down for us, brother.
0: Yes, I do. And uh, this story is going to take place out of the country. So we're, again, going to leave the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to go to South Korea. Oh, another one. Yeah, another one over there in Korea. And uh, this one's kind of recent, so it's not... It's not like, you know, we're going diving back into the 70s or something. So we'll get a little bit into this one. Um, But yeah, in westernized South Korea, it's nothing like North Korea, the dictatorship just above it. The scary place that 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 is. South Korea uh, is mostly a westernized country, um, heavy Mm -hmm. influenced by the United States and its culture. Uh, The people with the exception of the, the big bad north koreans to the north which always are you know pain in everyone's butt um the south koreans you know are, are usually known for being a well uh you know well cultured uh quiet type country you know ever since you know the wars of the past but uh but they you know recently it's been you know a good country to live in um so again we're not talking 60s 70s we're talking you know uh recently where There's DNA in cell phones and and there's there's not uh, there's there shouldn't be an excuse for some of the stuff that happens. We have some uh, some international Johnsons.
1: (laughs) I was just about to say that. (laughs) Yeah, we do. International
2: Johnsons.
0: Yeah, we have some Johnsons that uh, just misplay a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that happens out here. Please, uh, Todd, for the love of God, do not! I know you see you're laughing already because you know me. Because,
1: I don't know what he's gonna do because,
2: because
0: there's something God. that comes up later and it's just too <laughs> convenient, man. And, and you'll find out. You'll find out.
2: <laughs> I worked in Koreatown for years, and this man right here. Tom let's just fun. let's
0: just get started.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Tom.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um. Let's talk about a man uh called Yu Young Chu. Yu Young Chul, uh, Chul C H U L was born April 18, nineteen seventy, in the village of Waha in Goching County. So I, I know what I'm,
1: village. Wait,
0: same village again? Sir? Waha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm slaughtering so much of this stuff. Oh, this is gonna be a yeah, it's, it's just the start too we're not even off the schneid here <laughs> 30,
2: 30, 30.
0: <sighs> yeah exactly <laughs> wait till i get to some of these names here we um, go <laughs> so he was born into a blue collar family which his father and mother did not want him at all i mean he was like unwanted <laughs> due to their circumstances financially they already had three kids um you know so at the time, you know, they were living from paycheck to paycheck and he just was not he wasn't what they wanted. So what Did they
1: happened? He take it out on him?
0: Well, here's what happened with him. He would be taken to his grandma one day where his grandma would watch him a lot.
1: Ah, uh, how could he be in there, Todd?
0: <sighs> there we go again, how huh? taken. <laughs> he was taken and then tooken. Um <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over to the, <laughs> to the yeah he goes over to the mom's mom and um you know the mother just is like holding him and like oh god here you know like you know how you pass off a kid that has a filled diaper it's like like here you take him oh that's disgusting so she passes the kid to the grandma and the grandma's like oh my god i can't believe you treat your son like that and she's like, well, if you only knew what we would have did to him in the first week we had him. And the grandma's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, I was this close putting her two fingers together from just suffocating him. I just me and me and uh, your son, son-in-law, just we were over it. I didn't want this kid and he didn't want him either. And only because we decided uh, you know that we couldn't properly dispose of him, we decided to keep him.
1: <laughs> wow
0: yeah they admitted that to their you know well, she admitted that to her own mom and so her own mom's like well uh you should be leaving now uh he'll stay with me <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that's terrible no, that's jacked up
0: yeah so she winds up taking control of young Yu young chul at that time and um you know uh so, so for the first six years, he got very little attention from his own mom and own dad. So his, you know, uh, while he's with his grandma, the uh, father is having marital problems with a wife, which is her uh, daughter, and uh, they decide to separate. <laughs> um, it, it's at this point, too, where he loses his older brother to an accident around the neighborhood. He was struck and killed by a car. So he loses his uh, his uh, his own brother, uh, one of his brothers, actually the, the older one. And um, so he he you know he's doesn't understand it yet. He's still too young. He's about like seven right now. Uh, so he's still living with the grand the the grandparents or whatever. And his father, you know, was a Vietnam veteran. So um, his father decided to buy a, a comic book store and comics were kind of big over there at the time and and he was trying to get out of the, <clears throat> the south province and move or out of the north province of south korea move into a more affluent area but he just wasn't making enough money and and the that was part of the breakup was that the mother did not like the fact uh or the wife didn't like the fact that you know here's a grown man chasing his dreams through comic books that kids write or or kids follow And um, the comic book business wasn't really doing so hot. So, um, you know, he he wound up taking up with a another woman um, after the wife left. And um, can you guess what her last name was? Uh, Sue. Probably the same last name as theirs. Oh, no. (laughs) It's something that if given the opportunity. Our own, our very own Gabby would chop off at any discretion. <laughs> any discretion.
1: Wang. Wang.
0: Yes. Wang, <laughs> <laughs> no. Wang. So Miss Wang.
1: So Wang um, oh,
0: you're about to have fun. With this. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't beat her own Wang. She would beat <laughs> her husband's kids. So, so she wouldn't beat her little Wangs because she had a couple kids, but she, she beat his, the Chul. <laughs>
1: Kid, you not? I thought you were gonna say she wouldn't beat her
0: own way, She beat his wing. No, no, her little wing. She had a couple of little, her little wings. wings. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate. I'm not laughing at them. I'm just it's it's Wang. I couldn't get that out of my head when I saw the story. I'm like, that's too perfect. Um, <laughs> but no, she she unfortunately would. She was a meanie, dude. She savagely beat his uh, sister and her brother mostly the sister now the weird thing is little Yu young chul had come back to his father around the time that she got with her uh with his dad uh mr chul and uh she would not hit young eight-year-old Yu young chul can you guess why Huh.
2: Uh, i'm gonna say because she was molesting him or doing something more
0: vicious or
1: sickening uh i'm gonna yeah that's what i'm leaning towards something perverse
0: no you guys would be wrong on this one too man over what yeah
1: man dang she actually loved him
0: no that over three (laughs) gosh no she she was freaked out by him because he would like he would sit in the corner of the room and just stare at her with like a a a really creepy look and inside he said that it was a look to him of anger and and just hatred because of what she was doing to his brother and sister Uh, Oh, she was terrified yeah she she, um did not like the way it it creeped her out to where she's like i don't even want to mess with that kid so she left him alone
1: wow it shocks me that she's creeped out by him yet she continues to do that to the siblings
0: yeah and especially the sister the sister got it bad uh, her hair was pulled she was shoved into walls beat with sticks pieces of wood everything hey
1: how can people i don't understand that
0: now all while the husband's trying to save that comic book store that's pretty much going down in flames so he didn't know what was going on or he didn't care he didn't know mm. he didn't know till it was like too late you know when it was already happening a lot so he was poor at this time she would not even figure on feeding him or trying to help him in any way get better clothes or food and you know through so so for through elementary school he was very you know a lot of uh, a lot of teachers liked him because he was very respectful um you know uh he he was nice to other kids but other kids picked on him because he was a little smaller and uh he would come to school one day and was made fun of fun of for weeks because literally while they were bringing sack lunches and, and you know lunch pails to school uh little you young chul brought a bag of wet rice and bean paste and when all mixed together literally the kids said ill you it, it ah it looks like you're eating a big pack bag of shit today Stop it, man. I knew um, it. I knew it. I'm sorry. I had to go. You couldn't. <laughs> with this. You couldn't. With this. I couldn't. I can't. You went five minutes strong, man. I'm <laughs> going to get canceled for this. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. They were mad. at They were, they were uh, making fun of him. And, of course, he was getting mad. You know, because. Oh, of course. If you put bean, you know, bean paste together with rice, yeah, it does resemble shit.
1: So, I'm not gonna lie, I never knew bean paste existed. I,
0: yeah, that's that's uh that's really, when you that's when you know you're poor because it's like yeah. Yeah, I, have some, I have some beans but without the beans, just the paste. Just the paste, like like what do you do? Just grind the beans up? You grind half the beans and throw away the shells, I guess, or just the insides of the beans, who knows?
2: Yo, you might as well eat the bean. Yeah, you might as
0: well, but maybe they couldn't afford the entire bean. They only got half a bean. I guess. Dang, that's poor. That like, is super poor. That sucks. Man, mm. I mean, that condition. Yeah.
1: How sad, though.
0: And he's Kids wearing evil. Yeah, and he's wearing hand-me-down, hand-me-down clothes. You know, we're not talking about any kind of style right here either. So, man, yeah, he has it kind of rough.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: And it's not. It's not good either. When you in the town he's in, it kind of in the hills. You can see the rich. Like the rich surround the little, you know, um, valley of poor people. So he's over mm-hmm. there looking up at the rich people like, damn, they have well, it.
1: Oh, they're straight up looking down on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that begins to affect him. He starts to see that. And then sometimes going to certain areas to where he wants to play with other kids, he's got to go through some of the rich neighborhoods or go close by them and to see maybe they're gated off and, and the people are well off, the kids look happy, nice cars, nice homes, and he's living in a run-down home in a, you know, filthy neighborhood and crime-infested stuff like that, so he's struggling at it this time.
2: That's, yeah, man, He's 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 got it rough.
0: Yep, he sure does. And um, so about when he's about 13 years old or so, he winds up running away with his sister. His sister can't take enough of the beatings uh, she's had enough I should say and um, they leave and they head out in 1983 to the mom and the mom is actually more I guess she's grown up a bit and realizes. Okay, you know, I have kids. I have a life You know, they've been away from me for so long <clears throat> I'm gonna take them both in and she does she takes them both in the other brother runs away There's no tabs on what happens to him later Um, So he's with his sister and they're living with a mom and um around the same time use uh, you know father is starting to go through depression because mrs. Wang uh, had you know drove all his kids away and now Wang is not in, um, you know into you anymore and so you huh. use father loses his Wang literally she takes <laughs> off and uh, I, see, I see what you're doing here Todd I see what you're doing here Todd
2: you're yeah. not slick <laughs> He's not into you. He loses his way. I saw what you did there, man. You ain't slick, brother. Yeah.
0: And That Wang took off oh, in, in a scurry. It was gone, <laughs> and um, took all the little Wangs with it. And uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, older you uh, or you slaughter. I'm telling you, I was going to slaughter these names. And oh man, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and so uh, so he takes off. Uh, or no, she takes off and leaves him and he's destitute, he becomes a drunk. So in and one night in 1985, he would be driving home drunk and he would lose control and drive into a a pole and be killed instantly. The father, right? Father, yeah. So you loses his father. The father. (laughs) The father. Yeah. You you loses his father at fifteen. Dang. Yeah. So he's, he's. You know
1: what's something that stuck on me right now? Like, it's weird to me. I I think that if I was in a situation where my parents didn't want me and they gave me away because they were so close to just ridding themselves of me by killing me, I don't know that I could ever go back to that person.
0: Yeah, you would think that would want you to cut them off, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen in this case. <laughs> And another, another thing is weird because this guy is really, really hard to, like, he has so many twists in everything that he does. Like, oh. like, again, like, he you would think his mom finally coming back to his mom, getting some stability there, trying to reconnect there. She seems to want him and his sister now losing his older brother. His other brother's part's unknown. They don't know where he's at. He just lost his father in death. And then the Wangs are gone. So you would think maybe he would, and, and he's depressed about living in a poor area and, and looking at the rich all the time, every day, being reminded of the, their existence and how much his existence sucks. You would think he would go off the deep end at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a twist. Mm. Oh. In a strange twist, he became he becomes focused, as he said in his own words, on honoring his father. By doing really good in academics, he began to be the highest GPA in his high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. He scored his highest GPA. I'm sorry. And he was an honor student, and he tried to get in on a couple occasions to some prestigious schools. However, his GPA was good enough, but his pockets weren't. Mm. So that began to piss him off. And that began to set him off into another twist. Mm. Yeah,
1: That's kind of dumb. I mean, you got people that make money or have money, but then they're not as smart and they're worth going to your fancy school. But then you can't help out one person who's extremely smart and does really good and is motivated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, they have a lot of those scholarships in the U.S. They're able to help out the inner city or the poor. But I don't know maybe it wasn't prevalent back then but um yeah he just couldn't get nowhere and he was highly talented in drawing because of his dad and comic books he Mm -hmm. would take those comic books home and try to draw them out so he was really good at arts and he was trying to get into arts and he couldn't get into that trade school either so he got hit there and then he tried to he formed a christian band called everclear no not the everclear from america but um the Christian band and that fell through like he wasn't they weren't popular they they did they didn't sound good they got booed at talent shows oh that's cool <laughs> so all this stuff is adding up and he's just like oh he's just everything's yeah. pissing him he's off because yeah. <laughs> you can you see how this could tear up somebody at some point right oh absolutely yeah so we get, we go to 1988 he's about you know 18 years old at this point and um he gets his first bit of trouble um he's almost 18. uh he got caught stealing a video camera and some equipment and um because video camera was just coming out at the time you know mm-hmm. as far as like good video cameras over there and uh he got sentenced to juvie and he stayed in there for about 10 to 15 days but he didn't learn 17? Yeah, at 17. yeah it's 17 and then um or their version of juvenile hall anyway oh okay yeah and then in 1990, he was caught stealing uh, $500 and some camera equipment from a store that was closed. He was breaking and entering. Uh, he had gloves on the whole nine. But he's just not smart when it comes to thievery. You know, he's going in there, and he's like, ah, I steal from store. And then the cops be like, <laughs> hey, you get back here now. I saw you. I saw what, you. <laughs> what happened to that accident? <laughs> and, and then Officer Wang Chung gets in there and just makes the arrest.
1: So how many things did he took in, Todd?
0: Well, he took in a lot at this point. <laughs> he took in a whole lot. I see. Damn <laughs> they took Johnson. Him. Hey, we took him to jail too. The
2: hillbilly, the hillbilly <laughs> Korean man,
0: <I'm> not <laughs> Korean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah. <laughs> you, you okay, <laughs> Gabby?
1: <laughs> yes you're you know, gonna kill me with
0: this one <laughs> so uh, he would go to, he would go to jail uh for six months uh after that and then in 1991 he didn't learn his lesson either <clears throat> he went out there and he got uh he got uh caught uh stealing a car again and also breaking and entering and then uh he he would uh get married that same year once he got out of jail um he met a woman and uh he so he's around like twenty-one at this time and they got married and then uh what's one thing you want to do immediately after getting married?
1: The deed.
0: Well yeah, besides the deed. Oh I about to say uh, oh the first
1: <laughs> we know where my mind is.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's all sex <laughs> Lots of sex
1: first things first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then after that, more sex.
1: Buy a house? Have children?
0: (laughs) Yes. Children's. She got knocked up right away. Dang. Like, right away.
1: Well, see, then they did want to do it right away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it takes two to tangle. (laughs) He's like, she's like, ah, I'm pregnant now. He's like, we just had sex.
1: (laughs) They made a baby. She has to go off.
0: Oh, there you go. See? She's like, so uh, so moving forward um you know he's in and out of jail he gets um you know uh arrested again he's caught on camera because he's not making enough money now for his child he has a son and, oh, his, wow. and his son is like two years old and he's been on and off stealing and keeping it quiet from the wife you know the wife doesn't know but uh he in 1993 he gets sentenced to two years in jail because not only was he caught on video camera stealing from a couple stores in a downtown district? He also was writing forged checks. Uh, bad oh.
1: checks.
0: Yeah. So South Korea, I mean, they're not exactly, you know, what is it called? Uh, they're not out there, you know, uh, convicting at a high rate or at least giving a lot of time. You know, he only got two years for all these offenses, and he's not a first-time offender. You know what I mean? yeah that's he keeps true.
1: getting slapped on the wrist
0: oh yeah a lot of slaps on the wrist um so he's tells his mom who he's still cool with at this time please take care of my wife let her move in with you and take care of your grandchild i can't uh i'm gonna be gone for a while in 1993. so he knows he's going to jail for two years and he's likely gonna have to serve the full term uh-huh. and as he goes into jail he starts to have some problems um, he starts suffering epileptic seizures, uh, he's having breakdowns mentally, um, not consistently eating, um, he's having thoughts of suicide, uh, you know, he's getting a little belligerent and violent with some of the, the um, caretakers, or not the caretakers, but the prisoner guards, so he's actually moved to a psych ward, um, at, at, you know, at, at a period of time here, so.
1: Oh it's getting to him
0: now. Yeah, he's starting to really feel it at this point. <clears throat> so uh his mental health is going down a little bit and um he's starting to realize that he might be going down the same angle as his um as his father and his young uh his one of his brothers. You know, he, he might die young basically. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna get uh you know, uh, doesn't want to fall into that same category. So when he gets released in 1995, he goes to counseling. He's back with his wife, but he's working remedial jobs. Um, He's still struggling. Um, He winds up going back to stealing stuff to try to get by because whatever paychecks he's getting just aren't cutting it. And he does not want to lose his wife. But at some point, uh, it comes to an abrupt ending. I don't know how this got going, but um, in 2000, he would be convicted on rape charges. Ooh. Yeah, he would rape a minor, 15-year-old.
1: Oh,
0: come on. Yeah, that's where it starts getting nasty right here. Um, and you said this is 2005? This is 2000.
2: Oh, 2000, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, year 2000 so um so in 2000 um he was uh you know nine years into his marriage you know he gets arrested for this and um she abruptly files for divorce and in the process um into of in the two years after she files for divorce um she's able to convince the judge to take away any visitation rights and not allow him to um to see or know where they live. She like she wants nothing to do with him. She wants his son to, you know, and he's trying to fight it from prison because you know, he wants to get, you know, he's he's telling his mom what to get him when he gets out of jail, you know, he wants to to be there for his son, but she's like, "Nope, nope, that's it. You're done." And you're I ain't mad at her. Wait a minute. His
1: his mom is still in support of him.
0: Yes. Oh,
2: dear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Now, people. I ain't mad at the wife. I would, you know. No, I'm if, not either. Yeah. You yeah. rape a child or a minor, whatever. you rape That's, anybody. I don't want to. I'm gone. Cut me. you off.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, any normal human being, right? Absolutely. So, I ain't mad at her for that one. Good job. So, how long does you serve in jail for that rape?
1: Oh, my God. Do you?
0: Do you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, it, uh, you... did it took him
0: a lot a long time or was it was did it take him a long time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say for you
2: the rape he uh let's say he served 2 years.
1: I'm going to say 3 max.
0: Man, Matt was right on 2 years.
1: Oh, damn it, I was going to say 2 oh, years. I got it right. <laughs>
0: Matt nailed it right there. Two years. He was released literally a month and a half after the final court date for the divorce and custody uh was was over. So he he just missed it because he wanted to get out and see the kids get or see the son and get to the the um you know, be able to give uh something to his kid, you know, before the kid was taken away or whatever, but he didn't get that opportunity. So that was that.
2: I bet you that pushed him over the edge even more so
0: yeah yeah big time so he um he was kind of upset and well not kind of but big time at this point point. and at this point too out of 33 years of life um he's been in jail 11 years
1: dang
0: yeah so um so it's 2003 um when he's you know or or it's you know he got out in 2002 but now it's 2003 and things get a little bit violent it seems like the you know losing his um his son you know pretty much because i mean it feels like you're losing your son in death and you you know because you're not gonna see him but you know he's alive but it, it does just feel like a gut punch you know you never mm-hmm. not see your kid again so he has nowhere he nowhere he, um no idea where his son is at And so this kind of, like, makes another twist to this story because now all of a sudden... Now all of a sudden, he begins to get these thoughts and he begins to get these visions of what he wants to do with his life. Uh, Now, we saw him do a twist and actually go for something positive. What do you think he does now?
2: I'm going to say he turns into... I don't know, witchcraft.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously it's going to be something negative. I think he wants to start killing things or killing people.
0: Gabby, got it. And (laughs) he starts clubbing dogs to death. (gasps) And we're not just talking dogs as in plural as in maybe three or four, five or six. We're talking about 30 or 40.
1: Holy moly.
0: And not just your various stray animals don't, going down the streets. You know, he's sneaking in the yards, and he has a homemade, like, picture a hammer that you would get from Home Depot, and it's, like, the size, you know, maybe it's, like, 12, 13 inches long, the handle, and then it's got, like, the small hammer on top that you could knock a nail in, you know, just your uh-huh. typical hammer, right? Uh-huh. Now, what he did was he took off the the hammer head, the regular hammer head, and he put on a sledgehammer head to the top of that hammer. It's easy to conceal, but when you bring it down, it just unleashes so much force. So, maybe one or two strikes to a dog, and it's pretty much caved its head and it's dead.
1: Oh, no.
0: And that's what he was into. He was into bludgeoning dogs. That's cold, man. Yes, yes, that is super cold. And this hobby that he took up after getting out of prison would also coincide with the other hobby of a of another Korean serial killer that happened to strike just before he was arrested and went to jail. Jean Jean Van Coo, I I'm, I know I'm killing that name. <laughs> as he laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> um. This Korean serial killer was—he killed nine wealthy people in the span of a year from 1999 to 2000. Oh wow! And he was known as the the rich, uh, or I f- forget the nickname. I don't think it was a rich killer, but he, he had a, they had a name for him. And Robin Hood them. No, he didn't rob from them. He just hated them. He couldn't stand that they were rich and he wasn't, and that they had the good life and he didn't. So.
2: Well, it's not their
0: fault. Well, he made it their fault. And he took his aggression out on them and would kill them in various ways. And he read the book up on him and he said, hey, that's a good way to live my life. I think I'm going to do mm-hmm. the exact same thing. No. Yeah. So he would learn his lessons from, um, you know, that serial killer. And he would take that sledgehammer experience and. And we have a date. September twenty fourth, 2003. Oh. And you would take a subway and a bus into the very affluent town of Seoul, Korea. It was just out of one of the provinces right there. Oh, yeah. And um, not too far from the train station, there was all these big, big churches and big homes and... And things of that nature so he's like you know what Uh, I think I could find some prey in this area so he found a house that was surrounded by bonsai trees and um, he kind of scoped it out a little bit looked around and uh, he saw an elderly couple walk into the front door so he went on the side gate which was like a brick slash metal fence so it had some metal in between the brick mortar posts and he climbed. He had it. He was uh, armed with a knife, that sledgehammer, a six-inch knife, the sledgehammer, and some gloves. And he got entry through the front door because this is a very nice area, and people didn't close their doors even in the 2003 Seoul Korea. And there he mm-hmm. he wound up surprising 70 72-year-old Mr. Lee, who was a professor at one of the prestigious colleges of South Korea. A science professor and his 68-year-old uh, wife, Mary Lee. Um, he snuck in the front door and immediately went into the, the the house. And right as Mr. Lee came around the corner from the front room, he bludgeoned him in the head once, and then stabbed him in the neck, where he uh. was where he was bleeding out. And Mrs. Lee went to grab his throat, even though, you know, he was obviously bleeding out and his head was kind of bashed in from the initial strike. And while screaming, you said, everything's going to be all right as she was screaming. And then he proceeded to bash her head in three times with the hammer. Uh. Mm. Yeah, it was a big time mess. Uh, uh, all over all over the room and all over himself and um you would go through the house kind of rummage through open up drawers and um make it look like it was a crime scene of you know uh, a robbery a robbery. Yeah, robbery gone bad and uh you know he would he would take off and um he would Go behind the the house into an adjacent yard and sort of try to get water to rinse the blood off of his clothes. So he looked like a mess, but no one, for some reason, nobody batted an eye, or they didn't really. There was not too many people that saw him, you know. And um, so, just a little over thirty minutes later, he goes about two blocks over, and mind you, they haven't even found the bodies in the first one and he sees an older woman and like <clears throat> getting the newspaper or whatever from outside going back in the house and it's the middle of the day too we're talking like 12 1 o'clock oh what oh, wow. yeah this is not nighttime. this is like 12 1 o'clock
1: <clears throat> I thought it was like more evening ish
0: no I'm sorry I should have set that up better um, my man bold yeah he's he's uh, your man so you're digging this guy huh no, I just said I just said I just said. it. it. <laughs> so, I'm like damn. No. That <laughs> guy's <laughs> just an expression.
1: <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> so um unfortunately you he didn't have the he didn't have the I didn't uh, do nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this guy. I was waiting for that. I was waiting. I, I had to. It's okay. I'll get you on yours next time, uh, you so. <laughs> but but uh, the guy, the killer, Chul, you young Chul, he mm-hmm. would uh, scale the wall over at that house as well, and um, he would go inside to where, again, it was the housekeeper, the old lady that he saw. She was uh, 60 years old, and um, the housewife kind of came out and... Um, was was, was uh, confronted by uh, by you, Young Chul and instead of you like maybe hitting her or anything else like that he proceeded to kick her twice in the stomach what? yeah he kicks her in the stomach twice and she hits the floor and he's like is anyone else here? you know he's holding a knife to her throat he's like is anyone else here? and she's like yes um uh the man I'm taking care of and, uh, my husband and son. And so he goes, okay. And then, um, so he, he takes, uh, and he said, so she says, is anything going to happen to me? Please don't hurt anybody. And, um, he proceeds to then walk her to the, re- the, the bedroom mm-hmm. and he takes her, in into the bedroom, holds her kind of like on the on her knees on the ground. The eighty-seven year old now that she's taking care of is in the bed fast asleep and he proceeds to bash his head in twice with a sledgehammer, oh. killing him. Oh. And as she screams, he then hauls off and hits her four times over the head, killing her. Oh. Wait a minute,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute. That man was fast asleep while she was screaming
0: well she no, screamed in the smoke smoke after smoke. when he yeah. bashed
1: his head in
2: oh okay yeah so he didn't hear anything like none of the
0: hopefully that- he died he died without feeling anything but i i can't imagine he, he at least felt the first one would yeah. think.
1: i agree i think if you're surprised like that you're gonna feel it that's gonna wake you and then that's it that's all you know
0: and you just hope that they okay. hit him really hard the second time i mean it, it sounds bad but you just don't want no one to suffer no matter yeah
2: matter. absolutely
0: so he was out she was out and unfortunately and fortunately there's a unfortunately and a, and a fortunately in the same se- sentence because he proceeds to go upstairs in the house and her 35 year old son is there he's in the room like on the computer You know whether he's playing video games or he's talking to someone he's got headphones on so he can't hear any of this stuff that's going on unfortunately ah crap the husband was not home so he he escaped any kind of brutality that you was gonna you know perform or 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 he escaped death basically but the son wasn't as fortunate as the mother either um As the son was up there on the headphones, he snuck up, put the knife to the the kid's throat or the the gentleman's throat because he's 35. And he literally gets him on his knees and proceeds to, again, grill him where his father's at and where the money's at. So at this point, the 35-year-old says there's a a safe in the other room. And uh, he says his father's not there. And you, without hesitation, bashes the son's head eight times
2: oh Jeez. my god
0: there was brain matter all over the floor
2: uh, I am about to say it's gotta be blood splatter and brain matter
0: everywhere I'll post a picture of the actual sledgehammer you know dusting
1: disgusting
0: yeah it's brutal oh. so he would break into the uh, to the um oh, excuse me what
1: no I said sorry I made noise with the wheels on my chair
0: oh no okay no worries um so he breaks into the um the safe I don't know how but he he managed to break into it and he's you know putting money uh basically scattering it through the house so it's not about the money he really doesn't care about the money and uh he's just trying to make it look as messed up as possible so you know within a span of an hour or less he's killed five people yeah. and it gets out of there with no with no detection. And he would like else
1: hears a scream or anything like even a neighbor
0: nothing they all had earphones on and they had and, and it's a big it's a real nice area you know what I mean so like people aren't thinking about that kind of stuff and those homes are big enough to where they have you know where you're not right next to your neighbor basically wow so he would leave that area lay low for a couple weeks and then October 16 2003. Um, he would go to the Gangnam district uh, in Seoul, Korea, which is another a great area uh, where doctors, lawyers, professionals, or uh, professors are living, and some athletes. So it's a really, really affluent area. And that's uh, what uh,
2: Gangnam style. Really? Yeah, the song Gangnam Style. That's a part from uh, that's a uh,
0: Korea oh i thought you were joking but all right i, I didn't know cause yeah. I, I hated that song whenever that song <laughs> up, i was like i'll put up and change it you know like, Gangnam
2: Style. That's, yeah, that's, that's what he's talking about the town or uh,
0: what it, i hated that dance too i mean that's
2: the only reason why i knew is one of the at my school one of the ladies was related to him and she explained that to me that's what he,
0: that's a town called Gangnam in south korea oh okay yeah, I didn't
1: mind that song. Like I liked the rhythm, but they just played it too damn much.
0: Oh yeah, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. So, yeah, he, he he would do uh some pretty terrible things in that area between. And he would he would start you know scoping it out. But November eleventh was when he really decided to make his next move because he was in the area around that time. Stealing and doing other things, but November 11th Almost uh, a you know couple months later. He was spotted uh, or he spotted a police station Now get this He sees a police station and you would think you know what I'm not gonna be uh, in this area because the the police are there Um, It's too obvious. It's too close. No. He felt that the closer he struck to that police station would be better chances of him getting what he wanted and getting carnage because People let their guard down if they live close to a police station. Uh, That is true. That's true. So he found literally a home within shouting distance of the police station. There was just an alleyway separating it. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go right there and create some havoc. So he scoped the house out for a little bit. And with the same six-inch knife, with the same gloves, with the same ammo as he did the others, he jumped the house, uh, the, the wall entered through the front door because the front door is left open and <clears throat> brace yourself with this one a 53 year old housekeeper who happened to be cleaning the kitchen looked up and she saw him at knife point and he took her t- uh, to a quiet place in the house and asked her who's all here she said she's taking care of a baby and the 87 year old grandfather oh, man! and um, the other family members aren't home at the time so he's are you sure and she said yes so the same thing that happened with the other 80 year old he would bash that 87 year old's head in killing him he would then kill the 53 year old woman as well and he would take the wow. baby and put the baby on the bed next to the old man don't was- tell me <clears throat> and he would start to put kerosene or some sort of lighter fluid around the house No. after he was trying to make the house, it looked like a robbery again and he got into a safe again grabbed some money for himself spread that around the house again, and then he set the house ablaze with but, the baby
1: alive?
0: with the baby alive, yeah ugh Now, one bright spot and a twist in this story is someone actually was coming back to the house when he was barely getting to the backyard, enjoying the house catching on fire. And she began to scream and he left out the back uh, alleyway, like he jumped the fence and left. The woman, uh, to her credit, ran in there and was able to save the baby. Yeah, they were able to save the baby before the house was fully engulfed.
2: Oh, man. For some... My heart, man, I thought he was going to bash the baby in. I was going to drop.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, this... The reason why he set the house on fire was because when he was going through the house and smashing stuff, he cut himself and started to bleed heavily on the floor. Oh, uh, try to kill the evidence. He was trying to kill the DNA. It was going to take too mm-hmm. long to clean up, so he's like, let me just light this place on fire. And... Uh, but he, he took off but he may have covered up the DNA but he was caught on CCTV mm. cameras got him they had surveillance cameras yeah so now the police knew that this guy was responsible for several deaths now seven in the area
1: Jeez. Yep. the question is are they going to catch him fast
0: oh no we have Johnson's in the rich area they were like <laughs> ah, which way did he go
2: <laughs> i'm trying to understand how the hillbilly bob went to how crazy.
0: <laughs> he's like hey bob those things in the sky or the things that are hanging on the walls they should be capturing where that guy goes." the the tv thingy like i don't know how those work and that was it the, investi- the investigation stalled right there seriously yeah they they, they never picked them up after that those those ones in that the nicest area you would think would would be making the moves to try to capture this guy. Nope, not whatsoever.
1: Idiots.
0: So he then turns his, you know, and, and here's another twist to this case. What serial killer in the, uh, you know, I mean, we saw it a little bit with the uh, the golden uh, Golden State Killer, but he he literally changed his MO. So from bashing people in the head and you know just for the fun of it, wrecking their homes and stuff like that, he changes it up completely. He just goes into another mode. Like he begins or he begins to in in the later part of 2003 just frequency frequent frequenting, sorry. Um,
2: (laughs) It gets to me too, man.
0: Yes, going to bathhouses with women that they actually have um, what is it prostitutes in those bathhouses, pimps that you know allow these prostitutes to have sex and take care of them um, you know because they go in there for a quote unquote back massage and then it turns into mm-hmm. something else of course and then he also happy yeah happy endings all the time and then also he gets them to uh, have house calls to his apartment so he's you know he's calling these pimps and different establishments and getting sex there and also at his apartment or at there at a hotel and um, he's all about the sex at this point and something happens to him which is not known to this day but it triggers him it just uh. triggers him one day and on February 9th 2004 he kills a street vendor. Just a out of nowhere.
1: Street
0: a street vendor, yeah, and he had And he, brought daylight? This one is in No, this one's at nighttime. This one's at nighttime. Um he killed him by strangling him. So no bashing in the head, but he chops off dude's arms or his hands, I'm sorry. Ugh. Oh, why? He takes it with him as a souvenir and then he proceeds to light the man's street vending van so sort of like a taco truck but in korea he lights it on fire with the man inside dead you know of course but he kills him and then lights his van on fire wow
1: and nobody saw this
0: nobody saw this he get but he's seen but he's seen on camera wearing a raincoat a yellow raincoat Yeah. So
1: the, they still
0: don't know who the guy is. No, and he and he's now going to be referred to as the raincoat killer because uh. he's going to be wearing a, a sometimes yellow, sometimes black raincoat, even when it's not raining. To to like you know the kind that you put the hood over your head. Uh huh. Sort of like a like a material where the water just you know it's a like a fireman's or policeman's or type. Raincoat, One of those. Uh-huh. So he's caught on CC camera all over the place, but they can't identify him because the raincoat hoodie is over his face. And wow. uh, Yeah. And so on uh, March 16th, he fatally chokes a woman and dismembers her body. And he leaves, you know, he leaves a few body parts in the middle of the street. So now he just cutting He's just off body parts. Going all
1: parts. over the place now.
0: Correct, and he left her her the rest of her um, her remains on the university uh, campus in Korea. And then on April fourteenth, he murders another vendor. Forget this, selling him fake Viagra because uh, apparently he couldn't get his wang up, and uh, he needed some uh, wang help, and uh, he asked for some Viagra. And, oh, that is fake. And he bludgeoned him to death. <laughs> over. <clears throat> yeah. So now it's his random acts of killing. Like, he's murdering. Like.
1: He is so twisted.
0: He is. And so the death count is going up. You know? And so here what we're going to do is we're going to get into... I'm going to blow through these real quick. These are his next murders right here. Um. So... AJ's son 44 uh, actually no we that was the the vendor because I, I, was, I was trying to get his name earlier and I just I, can't, I didn't write it down right here but um, actually okay so into into May now he bludgeons a 25 year old uh, prostitute now, he, now keep in mind he's been calling all these establishments and he's been calling all you know to get all these women to either come to him or he he gets them out on dates. And they never return. So, this is number Uh one. She, uh, you know, she dies in May, early May. Um, She's bludgeoned and decapitated. And her head Uh. is bashed in after the decapitation. Dang.
1: What the hell?
0: Yep, she was 25. And then. I'm
1: wondering, like, why is he doing that? He already decapitated her, she's dead. Why is he still bludgeoning her head?
0: Yep, it's just—he's triggered. Yeah, he's triggered. You <clears throat> know, I'll get it. I'll get into but that. But he's
1: triggered by everybody. He's
0: mm-hmm.
2: got a demon. That's why he's triggered.
0: He was a guy that you'll find out later on. He was not supposed to be released, and they should have kept. He, what he does is going to change laws, basically moving forward. Ugh. So, um so yeah so that that was that that was in may and then may also in may 7th shin min um 33 years old same thing uh she was stabbed then uh dismembered and then her head was decapitated and um her body parts were dismembered after that as well so he's now stabbing them and then chopping off the heads bashing the heads in and he would do this to on june 1st to han Suk. On June 9th through Jang Quang, not Wang, and June 18th, Kim Jai Hu, 27 years old. And these are all sex workers. And they're in so 26, 27, a 28 year old, and June 25th, Wu Ku Yin. Same thing. Same identical MO. The cops are no closer to solving this at all. Nope. That's what I'm
2: about to say. Like, can't they like follow the trail? Like clearly he's
0: Paragoning these sex workers. Well, like, see, the problem is the thing,
1: whether, DNA. What about DNA?
0: It's in the 20th century. Yeah. They're not picking up anything. He's using gloves. Um, he's not leaving anything behind. Again, they go back and they're checking the cameras, and they're seeing the this woman go with this guy with a trench coat on, or not trench coat, but a uh, over uh what what is it called? A raincoat on. And um he's being spotted with them, but then women never return. So they know it's the dude with the trench coat, but no one else seems to see him during the streets, during the night, during the day. So Mm. besides the cameras, they're always behind. You know, they can't find him. You know, once they find a body, they trace the woman's last whereabouts and they're able to find him on camera, but then he gets to a dark place and disappears. That's it. Mm. So, yeah, the guy's is continuing to kill. And then July 2nd, Kim Mi Young 26 same thing a week later July 9th Go Sung Hee 24 same thing July 13th
1: Oh my god
0: Mi Young 27 same thing So he's just he's just he's
1: on a spree Yes
0: yeah, so that is uh that is 10 more murders
1: Ugh. He's not taking many breaks anymore.
0: On top of the other murders he's already committed, yeah, because you have two others that he's gonna that he's gonna um, vouch for later, and so so far the kill count is at twenty, mm. and, and it could be as high as twenty two to twenty six to his claim, mm. yeah. Now, here's where it gets interesting mid-July before the last or, or early July before the last two um, prostitutes were murdered and it's and this is an unfortunate thing prostitutes in Russia, Africa, United States, Canada, you name the continent, they're always always second fiddle to regular citizens. It doesn't matter that they should be treated like regular citizens but prostitutes are always looked down upon and police always tend to not investigate their cases like they should
1: you know what's interesting to me Hmm. it's police that really like shove prostitutes to the side treat them like crap and and act like there's no importance to these women Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of police that also hire them yeah it's like you go sleeping around with them and stuff you go looking for them but then you don't think they matter like you're involved with these women, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, in the, the the profession they choose or they have to go into, they're going to be used and abused by every form, whether it's a politician, whether it's a regular man, like you said, a police officer it, or a serial killer. It's going to happen, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yep. So how did they catch this bastard? Well... They caught them because why? Not the police activity, not not their tireless investigations. No, the pimps got tired of their prostitutes dying and not coming back. And they actually put together a sting to catch the, the S.O. Really? Wow. Yes. Really? They, yes. So and the pimp vingers. The. Oh, God. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I'm so, uh, well, sorry. Oh, man. So <laughs> many, so many jokes I could use right here, but I just I'm choosing. I'm just them. Saying, the <laughs> So, they decided to to put together a task force themselves, and the police caught wind of this. And for the first time ever, the police actually teamed up with the pimps. This is a oh, this wow. is this has oh. gotta
2: be history in the making.
0: Yeah, they did. I mean, I'm not making this up. They they teamed together, and and they basically they waited for. The perpetrator and they have their oh.
2: canes and they and they they hats and the, and the jackets and the-
0: oh my gosh yeah what was it what was his name uh um uh, eddie murphy's brother charlie murphy oh charlie lead. murphy and yeah, charlie murphy was leading the whole cause uh,
2: <laughs> y'all better have my my holes in my money by five o'clock
1: <laughs> with, with rain brady <laughs> yeah
0: with wayne brady yeah
1: I don't know what you guys. Chapelle show.
0: Chapelle show.
1: Chapelle show. Yeah, I never yeah.
0: watched it. Is <laughs> Wayne Brady going after Chokovitz? That's going to be <laughs> half of our audience right now. They're like, "What are they wow. talking about?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just watch Dave Chappelle's show. Wayne Brady, Charlie Murphy. You'll catch everything. Me and Todd is talking about.
0: Yeah, that that is a killer episode, by the way. <laughs> Puddy's no, no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah, but but this one this one's hilarious. Uh, hilarious because you would never think that these two would work together they're usually at each other's throats you know pimp yeah
1: stuff. that's so weird yeah
0: they were tired of the murder i mean they were just they wanted to catch a guy and they knew that he would call from certain phones and they knew he likes certain girls from certain places because by this time you kill 10 or more women you're calling pretty much all of the places so they've got records of certain people calling and they're putting it together the police are doing that job while the pimps are using their connections on the street and well he winds up getting a woman on july 14th he goes to meet up with her she's wearing a wire and a tracker and guess what the police and the pimps come down hard on him and they take him into custody and he gets arrested with no incident but uh they catch him they right didn't up. beat the crap out of him like rock and king well they probably they probably did because i mean later on when he's in trial or when he's leaving trial one of the women of the the um the victims uh charges at him and with a weapon and was trying to kill him as he was leaving the courthouse and and look it's not a i'm not going stereotypical on this it might sound like it but one of the korean police officers literally did a roundhouse kick to the chest of the woman you know what i mean (laughs) like a karate kick Bec- you know to stop her and it's like
1: <laughs> why it's- let her take him out
0: well well the police so got a lot to of call. you still have to do order in the court yeah <sighs> the police took a lot of crap for that and they they claimed to not know that that was one of the um victim's mothers but um but the the, the who police- else
1: would come at him with so much vengeance come on oh yeah He's
0: but just- they they played dumb though they played dumb
1: <sighs>
0: so once arrested you would think you, Young Chul, would just pretty much stay quiet and be like, "Well, what kind of evidence do you have on me?" Well, the police had a lot of circum- circle Why can't I talk?
1: Circumstantial. You?
0: Thank you, Gabby. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> they they had some shoe prints that matched his feet, but not his shoes. They couldn't find the shoes that were at the particular rich areas because now they were linking him to those bludgeoning um acts of violence and um they were also, you know, he had the hammer. They they had they didn't really have too much DNA at all. Um there was nothing, you know, it was all hearsay and and so what surprised them is he opened up. And he started oh. talking about things. He's like, "Hey, do you want to know where the bodies are at?" Like where the bodies oh, wow! Yeah, he went to this secluded area outside of his town where there was an old abandoned temple. And behind the temple in the garden, they found several bags of human remains. Oh wow! In different. So he
1: just straight up like told them everything.
0: Yeah, he told them, and they found they found at least eight victims buried there. With you know, and those were his deca- uh, what is it decapitation victims. So, uh. Yeah, and it took him a while to be able to identify these people too, because he bashed their heads in. bashed their brains. Mm-hmm. In. So he even would comp to guess what? eating the livers of four of the victims. <gasps> hey man, get this man out of here. Yeah. He's sick. He's disgusting. And when asked in public by a reporter as he was leaving the courthouse on one of the days of the trial, he would literally, he said, "Why would you why would you do this to somebody or do this to this people?" And he plain out said, the rich should pay for their sins, and women should stop being sluts. So wow. he gave you a reason why he killed the rich and why he killed the women. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Guilty. And he was found guilty and sentenced to death to where he is currently on death row, and but very close to having his sentence being um uh carried out here and it could be within the next year or so.
2: I'm sorry, but he you gotta put this man to death immediately.
0: After all the killing and everything he's done. Yeah. Why is he sitting on death row? I'm not sure about that one. Uh you you would think, I mean that, that makes sense, but no. That's a waste of space. Yeah. He's still he's still alive. He's still alive. Um He's still alive.
1: He should get bludgeoned to death.
0: Yep.
2: Oh that's your house justice.
1: Off with his wang first.
2: Well he married a wang.
1: <laughs> okay, now off with that wang. That wang was off a long time ago, but his literal wang.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean look, that's twenty that they can account for. You know, if because some of them they don't have the DNA, they just go by his word. But there is nobody else out there that was doing the things that he was doing, or they would have been caught by now, you would think. So, and he's got the sledgehammer, so nobody else was using that type of weapon. So that's why the police believe he's at least responsible for 20. They can't and don't have enough evidence to get the other six, because he's claiming 26.
1: Guilty. He's got to be guilty of more than that. Oh
0: yeah, I'm not buying that. He just stopped.
1: If he it. goes on that spree, it's because he can't stop himself. There's yeah. got to be more.
2: He was probably getting high, or you know, like, you know, or sexually aroused, doing all that killing, especially yeah. killing all the prostitutes. It probably was something thrilling to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. You're you're probably right. I mean, maybe the Viagra wasn't working, but the 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 thought of killing these women after having sex with them was was more than enough for him so um yeah I mean this this dude was also quoted as saying if I hadn't been caught I would have killed up to a hundred
2: well good thing he got caught yep but I'm
0: sorry that man shouldn't be on death
2: death row That's, yeah he gotta go
1: they should let the people do with him as they please.
2: Or let that mom do what she should have did in court instead of roundhouse kicking.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, she should have carried out. I mean, who knows what she would have did, but I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, it should be like one of those where you have like the public stoning or something, or we've seen Mm -hmm. other cases of various torture. I mean, again, some people are against the death penalty. Um, I get that argument, too. So I'm not going to sit here and poo-poo people when they they think about that but um you know sometimes you're filled with, with vengeance i mean some people are just they're better off not being on this planet breathing i agree
2: i totally agree he should be dead yeah
1: he should be tortured first
2: oh here she go <laughs>
0: She's pulling out the notebook right now. She's like, "How ways to torture?" You should
1: them. be staked.
0: Yeah, but 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 think about it. In this day and age, killing that many people and that's not in a third world country. No, South Korea is very very affluent. It's a westernized country. You're
1: so advanced. Advanced. Yes. Yes. That is insane. Yep.
2: Well, the good thing is he ain't killing no more. So, at least that's some good to this.
0: Yep. And we we'll be watching this case cuz I was looking at some updates and they're talking about he could be dead um, you know, or or they they could carry the sentence out this year even. So, if they do, you know, we'll post it on the page as a celebration.
1: Damn, I wish we could be there. <laughs> You will fly
2: all the way to South Korea just to watch it. If them I had some
1: you. money, I would fly all over the world to watch the executions of all these disgusting pigs that call themselves humans.
0: All they're going to do is shoot them up with a needle. Oh, she'd be there with her popcorn, though. So.
1: Yeah, I'd be enjoying so. it.
2: You missed the vein. Stab him again.
1: <laughs> Stab him a lot first.
0: She's like, that one didn't go... F- that one went all went the way in. Yeah. Let me do it. That
1: needle ain't big enough. Let me do it.
0: <laughs> For real. But okay. well, yeah, that's the case. Couldn't they do that at
1: least? What? I mean, you don't think about that. Like, if they're going to stick a needle up their veins to kill them so damn easily, can't you at least get like this monstrous, horrible needle that will hurt?
0: Yeah, you would think they would send an epidural type needle because those are thick, dude. Those scare me. Give yeah.
1: him worse than that. That crap hurts. It's horrible. And where
0: are you going to
2: stab him? Where else? Up his dick. Up, up his dick. The... That's it. where it <laughs> should
1: be put. Good Oof. night, everybody. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> That's where <laughs> it should be put. The needle up that way. A oh. little way. And Ooh. let it flow through.
2: With oh. that being said. <laughs>
0: Play us out, please. <laughs> my wang just went down. <laughs> wait, why was it up right now?
2: <laughs> wait, you First
0: of all, hold oh on. You don't, you don't like. What that big fan
1: This has been another house?
0: Wait, why am I asking? <laughs> wait, why are you waiting on my wing, man?
1: I was going to ask the same thing. Why was it up? <laughs>
2: Oh, this show went way off the rails. It went way off the rails. <laughs> With that being said, let's Paul Bearer. <laughs> sign us off, Paul Bear. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to listen to us on the next episode, just tune in <laughs> to the Grinding True Crime Podcast. <laughs> listen in on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Just type in Grinding True Crimes and follow our page. Like our page and comment on our page. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. <laughs> Billy Bob, you got it next? We go again. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like what you hear, and you want to listen to us on your podcast stream, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, <laughs> iTunes, fedora And don't forget Podvine. For
1: those outside of the US, continue to, to listen to us on Radio Public. Break your pocket and podcast. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, your voice is still around. <laughs> Did you even breathe?
1: <laughs> what I'm gonna record his space.
2: You gotta you gotta look up Paul Blair. If you guys haven't, that's what this has been Maddie Matt along with
1: Gabby Gab. And
2: Todd Fox,
0: brother, live from WrestleMania. Hulk Hogan, oh, 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 Paul Bearer, brother, grinding true crimes. Poor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's out. <laughs>